Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. Hey friends, and welcome to the Happy Hour with Jamie Ivey podcast. I'm your host, Jamie, and I'm so glad you're here. Each week on this show, I invite a girlfriend to join me and we chat about the big things in life, the little things in life, and everything in between. Happy, happy June, guys. We have made it to another month. I hope June treats us all well. That's what I hope. Okay, my guests for today's show, I have four guests on today, actually, and it's four out of my five favorite people on the whole planet, and it's my kids. Caden, my son is 16. Amos, my son is 15. Deacon, my son is 14. And Story, my daughter, is 12. They're joining me today on the show. Now, a little over a year ago, we did a special. We called it Jamie and Friends, and we posted that interview on our Patreon party. So our Patreon friends heard this, and it was so fun. The community over there loved getting to know these jokers a bit more, and my kids loved it too. In fact, when we start this conversation, I'm actually going to share what was said on that conversation and how we got here today with my kids being our 300th guest. Guys, 300 episodes. Can you even believe it? On today's show, I asked my children your questions. I went on Instagram and asked you guys, what would you like to ask them? And as many as we could get to, we did. We talked about teens and social media. We talked about how to talk about difficult and awkward topics like sex and porn. Yes, they're difficult. They're still awkward for my kids. And guess what? We still talk about them. The kids also share some of their own stories of how they each feel as being part of a diverse family like ours. Before we jump into the show, I want to announce this week's social winner. We're giving away goodies to our listeners, and I love giving stuff away. It's like one of my favorite things to do is give stuff away. And I want to thank you guys, all of you that have shared on social media about my podcast, my books, about our Bible study that we just went through, which you can still go through now called Your Story Matters. We could not create all of these resources and encouragements for the world without you, our listener and our Patreon party friends. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Our winner, the last one through the month of May, is at AmyBug0220. Amy, thank you for being a listener of the happy hour and for sharing that super cute mashup version of your dream happy hour. I am with you. Cute casual attire is the best way to go. Email us, Amy. Send an email to podcast at jamieivy.com with your address and shirt size. Guys, it's officially summer. I know it might feel like it's been summer for two months, but we are now officially in summer. It is June. For me, I know I'm looking for ways that I can connect with my friends again. I'm actually going to host a book club this month just so I can have some connection to people. But I want to encourage you, if you're looking for a way to connect with people, one of the things I'd encourage you to do is maybe invite some people to go through my latest Bible study called Your Story Matters. You can do it all online. And when things open up, you can gather together again. The videos are online. The discussion questions are online. You can meet on Zoom online. And then hopefully one day, fingers crossed, sooner than later, you can meet together with your friends. Check out jamieivy.com slash yourstorymatters. All the content's available for you. And when you buy the study, you're invited into a special Facebook group. Lots of information over there as well. jamieivy.com slash yourstorymatters. Okay, friends, here is my conversation with my people. I love my people. Here they are. Hey, guys, welcome to the happy hour. Hi. Hi. You want to know something funny, family, is that you guys have been on once before. You were here for a Patreon interview. You guys remember that? 
Yes, yes, I do. Okay. I was fun. You guys were awesome. You answered hard questions. It was so much fun. If anyone wants to listen to that interview, we'll put a link in the show notes. You can go listen to it. But Deacon, you made a prediction over that on that interview. Let's listen to it real quick. Last thing, just to let you know, listeners, we will be returning. Oh, is this a returning segment? Yes. yes. Would you be willing to have more hard conversations? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. I'll Story? do like yeah. the 300th episode. Oh, look at you. You want to be on the 300th episode. I'm predicting. You're predicting the 300th mm. episode is Jamie and Kids? Yes. I did. Wow. You said I predict we'll be back for episode 300. And guess where we are right now? 300. We are here. Episode 300 and it's with my kids. Wow. I know. Good job, Deacon. What a statement. What a statement. Anyone else have any predictions for 2020? Mm. Your book is going to start with a Y and end with a U. My book is going to start with a Y and end with a U. Okay, what mm. else? I'm turning 12 in six months and 24 days. You're turning 12? 13. 13. You're turning yeah. 13. <laughs> Don't even know how old you Sometimes are. Sometimes you forget how old you are, right? Well, no, because I'm 12 right now, so I think, yeah. Oh, okay, you forget. Yeah. I thought I was 42 all last year, but I just turned 42. Mm. See, it's not just me. It's not just story. Yeah, it's, it's funny. Okay, guys. We're here. We're recording episode 300. Is anyone surprised that mom has 300 episodes? That's a lot. A lot more than I thought it would be. It's, yeah, kind of. You're surprised? I'm not at all. Deacon, are you surprised? Yes. Why? Well, it just seems like, it's probably not a lot to you because they just like, you do that many, but it just sounds like a lot. So for six years, I've been podcasting. It's a lot. Dang. Is that the job you most remember me having? Yes. Uh, Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Do y'all remember when I was a substitute teacher at your school? Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Whose class did I substitute for? Mine. Me. Mine. Everybody's. Yep. Do y'all know why I did fun. that? So you can keep eyes on us? Well, that too. I always got my eyes on you. But I wanted to do it because, well, I was a stay-at-home mom, and all you guys were in school, and I think I had my podcast, but it was just kind of like a hobby, and I wanted to be around you and your friends. Yay. Keep it, my, it keep, was fun. Keep my eye on you. Make sure you weren't saying anything bad or doing anything bad. That's right. Okay, so I went to Instagram and I asked them for questions for you guys. Are you guys ready? Oh, yeah. I'm just going to lob them to one person. And if anyone else wants to answer, they can as well. This is weird. We got a question on here. It says, why is Caden so darn awesome? Like, I don't understand. Caden, would you like to answer that one? I don't know. Well, that's a good question. Thank you, whoever said that. Mm. Just sort of, you know, runs in the family, you know. It's, it's a, it's, I like it. It's a... It's a good trait to be so cool. Okay, Caden's sent that own question of his of himself. Okay, here's a question. This would be for all of you. So whoever wants to answer first can dive in here. This person's asking, how do I get my kids to be open with me about things? And what can moms of tweens and teens do to encourage them and help them open up? Uh, get to know them more. I guess like hang out with them. Don't maybe don't start off like real personal, but just like you know, be a good friend. Be a good friend. Yeah. Okay. What else? Tell them that you can talk to me about anything. Yeah. And like open up for like ideas or something. Yeah. But don't force it. Yeah. Don't force it. Don't force a conversation. Yeah. Just when they're ready. When they're ready. Mm. Yeah. It's a good word. You boys Deep. open up to dad a lot, don't you? Yeah. And you. Probably dad more. You're not going to hurt my feelings. Probably I dad do. more, huh? I'm yeah. mom more. And your mom more. Yeah. And that's okay, isn't it? Yeah. Uh Yeah, yeah. Okay, what about this? Deacon, you start with this, then anyone else can jump in. What are rules that your parents have for you that you don't like, but that maybe you can appreciate them 
because they might be good for you. We don't spend our whole day on games, so I still do stuff productive like outside and stuff. I mean, I don't like chores, but they're good because they teach you how to work and stuff. That's true. Anyone else? I would say chores, yeah. Chores. 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 Keeps you working. Amos chores, too. Well, actually, no. I think mine's washing dishes, like, on your own. Because, like, usually, like, you won't be dishes. But when you wash your own dishes, that's a good trait to, like, wash them by yourself. So when you grow up, you'll do that. Yeah. Amos, explain how we do chores in our family. We have different chores every month. We have different chores every month, which means here are the chores that we have in our family. Dogs, trash, dishes, vacuum. So every month you guys have one. And we used to do it every week and you guys did not like that. And you are the ones that voted to do it every month. So the worst job is dishes. Oh, everyone, different opinions. Dishes and dogs. So that's how we do chores. I love dishes. I feel like dishes is the hardest one, in my opinion. Dishes is the hardest. There's a lot of dishes here, especially during the summer. Dogs is the hardest. You fun. have to f- like wait for them hand and f- uh, foot. Oh, yeah. Like feed them, take them out, go for a short walk, take them back, feed them. They need water. Take them out in the middle of the night. You are not taking dogs out in the middle of the night. Okay, here we go. Here's one. What is something that your mom does that makes you feel like you matter? Caden? Something that my mom does that makes me feel like I matter. That's a tough question. I don't do anything. Hmm. You always want to hang out with us. Shows that you care about us. That we're a good, good member of the family. You know. Yeah. Like let's go watch a family movie or let's do some board games. I like being with y'all. Makes us feel loved. Okay, I like that. I like that. Story. How did you come up with the idea for the lipstick shirt? They love it. Well, I love lipstick, and my mom put out this idea for like making a T-shirt to sell. So I was like, you know what? It's either going to be between makeup, lipstick, or baking. So then I was like, baking is not really the best thing to put on a shirt. So I decided to do lipstick because I love different colors of lipstick. Sorry, people want to know which parent is the strict one. I would say both of them because, I mean, mom makes the rules, but they both consult each other with the rules. So they both have some say in the strict rules. So they're both strict. Okay. What do you think, Deacon? It's not really a strict parent or a non-strict parent. They both, like, make rules together, and it's like, it really depends on the situation. And, like, yeah, it really just depends on the situation. Okay. I love that. Caden, this is for you. Yes. It's not just for you. It's for everyone. But this person asked, when did the sex porn talk sex slash porn talk happen and what do your parents say to help you be open about those conversations it was pretty early like do you remember the first time we talked to you about sex no no i do you I do deacon yeah it when? was in third or second grade second grade i think it was way before then so you might not remember the first time that's probably the first time you remember the conversation well in second grade there was like a book yeah we started before then though yeah mm-hmm. there was a book my mom would read me yeah, yeah. There's a book um, series that I think has been really, really great for helping talk to your kids about sex. And I always say that if you're not talking to your kids about sex, somebody else is. So you should be. So, Kaden, the original question was, how do dad and I make it comfortable to talk about, even though it probably is still uncomfortable? I don't really know. It's always uncomfortable. 
It's always uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. See, listen, yep. is it always it's, uncomfortable to everybody? It's always uncomfortable because sometimes there's examples. Of so if it's always uncomfortable, but yet we keep doing it, what do you think that means? I don't think it's funny. Y'all care about us and y'all want us to like learn the right way. So even though it's uncomfortable, because parents talking about sex and pornography with their teenagers can feel uncomfortable, do you see the value in the conversation? Yes. 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 Okay. That's good. That's good. Because I think I have some friends who have teenagers that don't ever talk to them about sex or pornography. What do you think about that? That's very bad because somebody in their school might tell them the wrong thing. Yeah. Okay. Hard conversation, but worth it, right? Yep. All right. Let's keep going. Yes. All right, here's some. This this came in a lot, and I want to hear from everybody on this. There are lots of different variations of this question, but basically people want, to, people want to know this. How do you feel or what do you do when your mom gets recognized in public? Or what is it like to have parents who are quote-unquote kind of famous? What? Story, start with you. Well, when my mom gets recognized uh-huh. um, by somebody, like I'll just like be there just watching it happen, and then... When I look at her, I'll be like, ooh, mom's famous. Well, uh, but I kind of like it, um, seeing my mom have those people recognize her. So Because yeah. usually they say hi to you, too. You think they recognize story, yeah. too? They, they do, they but I mean, you. they don't talk to me. They're okay. talking to you. Okay. Deacon, what do you think? Um, It's normal now. Like, just people in H-E-B will be like, oh, my gosh, Jamie Ivy. <laughs> Amos, what do you think? Uh, It's kind of weird. It's weird. Does it bother you if they know who you are? No. No? That rarely happens. Okay, okay. I, I usually just walk into the other aisle of dad. <laughs> all of you guys do that. If someone comes up to me, they're like, oh, are you Jamie Ivey? I just your podcast. Away. All of y'all leave. I just leave. Why do you leave? Because I don't want to be there. <laughs> if you don't know it, guys, I'm a Texas girl through and through. I've lived here most of my life. I was born here, and I love traveling. Here's why I love traveling throughout Texas, because it has a vast landscape of cultures, regions, destinations, and activities, which means there's an infinite number of different travel experiences. And no two travelers are exactly alike, and it means that no two trips should be either. If you're a beach person, well, you can have fun under the sun with Texas's 350 miles of coastline. If you're more of a rugged vacation type, there are campgrounds, hiking trails, and state parks galore. And foodies cannot get enough of Texas's world-famous barbecue and Tex-Mex. Enjoy live music, visit internationally recognized art museums, and check out thrilling cowboy experiences. And now, Travel Texas offers a -a one-of-a-kind online trip builder that allows users to generate a custom, visually-led trip matched to their unique interests. Guys, come visit my state. Visit TravelTexas.com slash get your own to get the only trip to Texas that matters. Yours. That's TravelTexas.com slash get your own. I'm Roman Mars, host of 99% Invisible. I'm excited to be teaming up with Lexus GX and Sirius XM on some very special 99PI episodes. We're heading to some of the cities in the U.S. that have special meaning for me and exploring the ways that these cities marry form and function. To learn more about the Lexus GX and Sirius XM and Lexus vehicles, visit Lexus.com slash GX and SiriusXM.com slash Lexus Trial. The all-new Lexus GX. Live up to it. Check out the 99% Invisible feed now and listen to these special episodes.
Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. Okay, I would like, this is a question I'd like, this is for everybody as well. Someone asked, what is it like being in a biracial family? Which, where, what is it like to be in a family where everyone looks different? Story. I like it because, well, it's just that not all families are the same. Like, I know. Can you hear that? Yes, I love your British accent. Yes, keep going. So, because not all families are the same, and I like how we are all from different places. I must say places. How our skin color is a little different. So, yeah. yeah. Deeks? I I don't really know, but I like it. I mean having a bunch of different skin colors in one family it it's cool to have um it's different which is good i like that accent you threw in there at the beginning as well my british accent's a little off today but i'll Mine's be working not. on it you've been working okay Kaden, what about you i think it's pretty cool i like it how there's diversity and you can teach other people like other kids that it's like normal and it's okay yeah yeah amos what about you i think it's it's different and I don't know, it just brings out the different colors in the family and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. But even though like you can all say like you like it and it's different, it doesn't mean it's not difficult sometimes. So what would be something that would be difficult about it? Well, some people in our school don't really appreciate how like some people say, I feel sorry for you. Uh, when they say I feel sorry for you for be- you being adopted into a different colored skin family and you having to leave your actual mom. Well, it's not really that bad to have a different colored family and it's not bad at all, really. And it's okay because my mom just couldn't take care of me. It's fine. Is that what you say to them? Yeah. Yeah. Well, anybody else? What's the difficultness that might come along with it? Because... I think there can be difficultness. There will always be starers, people just staring at you. If you go to a restaurant, sometimes people just stare. Oh, okay, I remember this part. So me, Dad, and Amos, like, we were all at Whole Foods. This old man just walks up to my dad, and he goes, are those all your children? And he goes, yep, all four. And then they just have a conversation about adopting. It was hilarious. It cracked me up. So I went to the fruit section. So you I left. I just started laughing. But yeah, it's really fun. Some people will like, when I tell them that like, these are my siblings, they'll like deny it and say, no, they're not. And they'll, they'll be like, you're lying. You know, don't lie to me. So that kind of sucks sometimes. I mean, what do you do? I, I mean, I can't really do anything about it. So. Yeah. What's difficult, Ames? Being like brown and like going to school that's like mostly white people stuff like that that's difficult can i say something else too sure well usually i love uh i like watching a fun black history racial stuff type of movies but it's kind of hard watching those as you hear about people like black people getting shot without having like like some somebody got shot when turning around at nighttime by a few police officers. It's kind of really hard to um, uh, watch that or hear that at school or at on the TV. So that's also really hard sometimes too. That is really hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard even just to be 
black sometimes in America. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that, Deacon? Some people don't even like know me and Amos are siblings until the yearbooks come out and like our last names are next to each other and they're like, oh. Really? Yeah. 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 What's been, you know, hard in the news recently, we've been seeing where we saw Ahmaud Arbery, the man who was murdered while running. We saw Breonna Taylor, a woman who was murdered in her home. We saw just recently George, who was murdered by police officers. What is that like? A, being a teenager who's black in America, and then B, being a sibling to black people in our home. What are your thoughts on that? Anybody? It's really sad because I thought like racial stuff, like um, that stuff was in the past, but now these police officers are killing black people like without like actually like getting to like see their face and just in case they aren't really have something bad to do with something, you just decide to shoot them, which is not okay at all because... Like, what if they didn't do something wrong and you just killed some innocent person? Like, uh, this teenager got killed by turning around in the nighttime, and um, a police officer shot him three times in the chest, which was kind of sad because he didn't do anything wrong. He thought he had a gun, but he didn't. I mean, so you just shot, like, a 16-year-old teenager. So that's kind of why Yeah. it's kind of hard to watch that stuff. Amos, do you have anything to say? It's kind of scary yeah it's kind of scary scary for me as a mom yeah yeah Kaden as you being the only white kid in the family what do you feel like you feel like you have a like a unique voice about this I mean do you have a unique perspective like you're white in America but your three siblings are black so you have a unique opportunity to speak into your friends and you have a unique perspective as that your family members are black. Does that feel a little bit like, is that a heavy weight? Do you feel? Maybe just to try to tell people that we're all the same, you know? Yeah. yeah. Color doesn't determine us. Yeah. So, yeah, just, I guess, try to spread that word. Yeah. There's, speak up for We're your, all the same. Speak up for your siblings. Yeah. And other people in America. Okay, so that was what it's like to be in a biracial family. That was a heavy conversation, huh? Mm-hmm. All right, let's move yeah. on to something maybe that might not be so heavy. Here we go. Are you ready? Let's do this. Where do you guys see yourself in the next 10 years? Story, in 10 years from now, you'll be 23. Kaden, you'll be 26. Amos, you'll be 25. And Deacon, you'll be 24. Where do you see yourself in 10 years? Technically 25. Technically not, because in 10 years from now, you'll be 24. 10 years from today, you'll be 24. I can't wait to 10, 10 24 on the 24th. Okay, tell me where you think, where you hope to see yourself in 10 years. Story, start with you. Well, I hope I see myself in 10 years married. At 22? Yep. Oh my gracious. Married. Okay. Mom. okay. <laughs> married. Don't have children though. I have a job as a home pastry chef and a singer at some place. Maybe Maverick City Music. Exactly. I love that place. I love it. Yeah. And a husband. It. Yep, and I have a husband. Okay. His name is John. John. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Kaden. <laughs> in 10 years, hopefully a good job, maybe. A cool house. Maybe a little house, big house, whatever. I don't really know. That's a tough question. You'll be 26. Yeah. Working. Maybe married. Unless he wants to still go in college. Maybe married. I'll be out of college by then. 
Yeah. Unless you want to get like masters or something. I'll go to college for four years. Okay. Maybe married. Yeah. Give me any grandkids yet? Maybe. Maybe. Some dogs. <laughs> Grand dogs. Yep. Some dogs and. What cats. do you hope you're doing? And a bird. Dogs, birds, and a cat. What do you hope you're doing? Oh, uh, something on film. Okay. That'll be what I want. Yeah. Awesome. Amos, where do you see yourself in 10 years? You'll be 25. As of yesterday. As of yesterday. Birthday, now 15. You'll be 25 in 10 years. Where do you see yourself? Just having a good job and like being our chef or something. Being a chef? Yeah. I like that. So you can be a How about this? We can have a restaurant. Amos is a chef. Story's the pastry chef. Caden's taking photos. And I don't know what Deacon's doing. Deacon, where do you see yourself in 10 years? I see myself kind of want to be a carpenter. Carpenter? Build things. You want to be building things? But I might get to star in a movie. Okay, in a movie? Yep. So you want to be an actor that builds things? Yep. Okay, here's a question for everybody. Always uh, looking for auditions. Always looking for auditions. Here's Here's a question for everybody. And I don't care who answers first, whoever thinks of it first. Well, it's not to think about. Do you let your teenagers use Snapchat? No. no. Do you wish that we did? Yeah. Yes. I don't really care. You don't really care. So some of you, some of you wish we did. Oh, well, I kind of wish I had a phone right now. <laughs> okay, you wish you had so, a phone. That would be a good place to start. I'm cool first without phone. Snapchat. I want yeah, phone I want first. Instagram first. Then I want Instagram. Well, no, I can't get it. I think first. we might get it in high school. I don't, I don't think like Snapchat. Is a good app. Because why? I don't know. It's like you can hide stuff. Like, like it can be secretive. Yeah, it can be really secretive. Yeah. Okay, Deacon. Snapchat is pretty much just texting. Really? Yes. Well, you don't text. It's pictures. It's pictures. Yeah. You can't. It's pictures. What yeah. about TikTok? Who wants TikTok? Me. Story Please. does. I could care less. Caden, how's your TikTok going? It's pretty good. We got to um, 10,000 <laughs> TikTokers, sure. followers. I'd like to see you TikTok. Mm. Um, okay, so people are probably wondering, like, how old were you when you got phones, all those kind of things, and Instagram. Caden, how old were you when you got a phone? Um, I was, like, in sixth grade. Sixth grade? Seventh grade? Sixth grade. Sixth grade. Christmas. Sixth grade. Boys, Amos and Deacon, y'all were Christmas of sixth, sixth grade. grade. Story? Seventh grade. Seventh grade. Story doesn't have a phone yet, but she's probably going to get one in seventh grade. Maybe. Maybe, Maybe tenth if grade. No. She's ready. Okay, so we have taken everything slowly with our kids and kids by kids, year by year. Kane's the only one on Instagram. The other boys are not on Instagram. It's like everything goes back one. So at first, since Kane's the, like, the oldest, he got Instagram. I mean, he got a phone like right when he went into sixth grade and then me and Amos got a phone like throughout sixth grade and then story we'll probably get one in seventh grade and then Caden got Instagram in eighth grade but me and Amos will probably get Instagram in high school and man story. life sucks <laughs> man. college everything sucks in life and I get it's it rough. in college are you okay this is for Deacon and Amos are you craving Instagram I'm not I don't care. Raving it. Do mo are most of your friends on Instagram? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's not as good as you think it is. Well, like you can, you well, get no, a lot no. of updates. I don't, I don't even use Instagram that much. Get a lot of updates. What do you mean updates? Like, dude, perfect ESPN trades and stuff. You get like notifications. 
You oh yeah, you get to like text your friends that you don't have their numbers to get their numbers. Um, like if you meet someone at camps and like Pine Cove and stuff. Or like a girl. Mm. Sure. Oh. And then Which you also like at for students and stuff. They post mainly everything on Instagram. So yeah, that's true. That's true. I love watching Instagram on uh, Lindsay's phone. Yeah. I love watching Haley cake sprinkles. Just, just like. It's so satisfying. Do you boys understand why we delay Instagram? Yup. Why do we delay Instagram? Well, because most of my friends, like, most of my friends that are on, like, have Instagram, they are, like, usually on their phone a lot more. Like, uh, their screen time will be a lot higher. higher and stuff like that. When you don't have Instagram, you don't have that much screen time on yeah. Your phone. So. What else? Deacon, what's another reason we're not having you guys on Instagram yet? Probably like just temptations. Yeah. It's easy to find inappropriate things. Yep. 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 And so we're just trying to help you out, right? Yes. We're going to help a brother out. Oh, you think you should get it? Yes. <laughs> I am ready. Talking for about temptations. The... You're ready to fight the temptations? Yes. How would you fight the temptations if you had Instagram? I just like not do anything well like if i did do anything bad i would like delete it tell, and like tell y'all yeah. Yeah. tell us because i don't want to do anything bad well like since i'm a christian i don't like yeah you don't want to but there's temptation yeah and sometimes we fall the temptation don't we but you have to repent and come back to christ yeah yeah amen <laughs> Amen. If you fell to temptation, would you feel comfortable telling dad or me? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Kaden? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Someone tell me why you would feel comfortable doing that. Because it's not our fault that we saw this thing on there. It's just something bad that somebody posted on there. But it would be bad if you searched. It would be bad if you searched it up. But I mean, you would you would still want to tell your parents that you did something bad. You wouldn't get as in as much of trouble as you would if you didn't tell them about that you searched this up on purpose. So you have to trust that we're not going to be mad at you, huh? Dad says that he usually won't be mad, like because everybody gets tempted. Mm -hmm. But he'll probably like delete it and like. But he says he'll like help you and like. So yeah. Yeah, so you have to trust that trust if you the process. can't trust the process, that's good. Has there been a time where you've been tempted by something and you've made a mistake and then you went to dad or myself and confessed that? Has that happened? Yes. yes. How did dad or myself react to that, good or bad? And how has that helped you know that you could do it again next time? It was good. They reacted to it goodly. Well, good. So I was at a party at school and then I ate something I shouldn't have because I'm allergic to gluten, dairy, and corn. But I ate some of the stuff that had gluten and dairy in it. So I went to my mom and said, I ate this. And so, yeah. What was the reaction so that you knew that you could she feel said, comfortable? thank you for telling me. I really wouldn't have allowed you to eat that. But I wouldn't have allowed you to eat that. But thank you for telling me. This is how I know I could trust you to tell me things. Love it. Have you gone to dad before and said, hey, this is how I messed up. And how did he react? Uh, he just like, love, love is on you. And then like, says, how can I help you? 
Y'all have a good dad. And a good mom. And good mom. Oh, look at y'all. I wasn't trying to get that. I'm Roman Mars, host of 99% Invisible. I'm excited to be teaming up with Lexus GX and SiriusXM on some very special 99PI episodes. We're heading to some of the cities in the U.S. that have special meaning for me and exploring the ways that these cities marry form and function. To learn more about the Lexus GX and SiriusXM and Lexus vehicles, visit Lexus.com slash GX and SiriusXM.com slash Lexus Trial. The all-new Lexus GX. Live up to it. Check out the 99% Invisible feed now and listen to these special episodes. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. Hey guys, here's a question from someone. What is the best thing a teacher has done for you during the quarantine when you had to do distance learning? What was the best thing a teacher did? Careful, teachers are listening. Miss McGilvery, she talked to my mom and she said we should set up extra math things, Zooms, and I had the highest grades in math than any of my other classes. So, yeah. and I hate math. So, Miss McGilvery, sorry, Miss McGilvery, love you. Miss McGilvery for the win because she was like, I want to meet with Story individually twice a week for thirty minutes, and it helps you so much. I am passing my math test. Whatever. Anyone else have a teacher that went above and beyond during quarantine? I guess they'll email you stuff like updates. Yeah. Nothing special. Quarantine learning. What did you think about it? Oh, Miss Miss Busan. What'd she do? She would always like email me if like I turned in something that um, was missing something. And she was like, I'll, I'll raise your grade if you get this into me. Oh, yes. oh, I love that. Yeah. I love that. Okay, here's one. What's a family tradition that you want to continue with your own family one day? A family tradition would be on Christmas Eve, we open one present present which we always know is pajamas that you wear on christmas day so yeah and then when you do that with your family are you going to act as the parent like you don't know what's in the gift yes because that's what i do every year yes okay story what's the tradition you would carry on i would do uh friday family movie nights friday family movie nights that's fun like we cook together then we watch movies and it's so fun okay good what else so we kind of slowed down on this, but on Valentine's Day, if you walk, like when you wake up, usually it's a school day. So when you wake up, you like go to the kitchen like to make breakfast and stuff. And on the table, there's always like a chocolate heart and like a little card and like a stuffed animal or something. So, yeah, my mom and dad used to do that for me. Yep. But That's you guys know best. I got you a St. Patrick's gift this year. Yeah. What was it? Face socks. Socks with our faces on them. Socks with your faces on them. So cute. Kaden, what's a tradition you want to carry on? Probably the Christmas one with the um, opening the gift. That was really fun. And you get to sleep in the pajamas. Yeah. That's really fun. Christmas pajamas. Amos, what about you? Watching Elf. Elf every year on Christmas Day. I completely forget. Quote along. Oh, by the way, do not walk into your parents' closets on Christmas um, before Christmas. I saw one of my gifts once. Don't ever walk into your parents' room. Uh, hmm. Well, well. Knock before entering. <laughs> Deacon, Deacon was hiding open. out in our room, and I don't want you to say it on the podcast because I don't want you to repeat it. Deacon was hiding under mom and dad's bed, okay? And dad said something completely inappropriate that was sexual because we are married. And Deacon heard it and then immediately oh, came under the bed. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. okay, I'm out. <laughs> so did you learn your lesson? Yeah, but 
yeah. thought it was funny. It, well, it was funny, I guess. It's because it was their brand new room, and they like okay. this was their first night. First. <laughs> no, I'm not saying anything. But like, so like their room has been getting remodeled, and then they just put the bed in, so I snuck under it. Yeah, don't sneak under your parents' bed. Well, Marfa's there all the time. She hears I'm, all y'all's. Martha hears secrets. everything, all of our secrets. Kaden, this is for you. Kaden, what did you like most about getting to travel to Rwanda with me this year? And can you believe that was this year? It was a really fun experience. I'm really glad I went. It, it taught me a lot about the world and was really out there. And I'm just really glad I went. It was really fun. Okay. Would you, what was the favorite thing that you saw, learned, did, experienced? Probably the, the little villages. Um, like on our way to like different places, we would stop and like play with the kids. It was really fun. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Okay, here's a question for y'all. Does anyone listen to my podcast? No. I have never listened to a single episode. No, I'm sorry. No. Do you listen to it, Story? No, 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 no. Deacon? Uh, no. Amos? Nope. <laughs> sorry, we still support you, though. I know you do. We I'm do. not offended. I'm not offended. Do you guys listen to any podcast? Yes. I listen to The Relevant and The Daily. When you're with me in the car? Yeah. And sometimes... <laughs> sometimes well, I listen to How I Built Once this. I did... Oh, yeah, sorry. How I Built How This. How I Built This. Mom let me uh, listen to it on her phone while I was folding laundry in my room. Sometimes yep. I listen to the daily or... The slavery one? Yeah. Yeah. I like the rewatchables. That's a podcast? Yeah. They talk I don't a, even know about it. They talk about movies and stuff, and oh. they analyze them about it. Oh. It's interesting. You would love that. I like that. I do like it. Yeah. I always, I told you the other day, I think you should listen to the Relevant Daily. Mm. It's that daily podcast that's like five minutes. And they talk about faith and culture and TV and stuff like that. Yeah. I think you would like it, Kaden. I'll listen to it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, last question. Favorite parent, mom or dad? Both. Mm, wrong answer. Mom. Good Both. answer. Amos? Martha. The dog? Martha's a good parent. She's very caring. Landry. She, she's never mean to you. Deacon, She'll favorite parent, mom back. or dad? She snuggles. Dom. Both. Dumb. Dad and mom. Oh, I mad. like Ooh. mad. Okay, guys, last question for real. What is the favorite thing that I cook that you guys like eating? The special drum roll. <laughs> Sausage, green beans, and potatoes. Is that everyone's favorite? Yes. No. Oh, gosh. Oh. Not, from Not everyone's favorite. Okay. Yeah. Really? Now, my friend Amanda Brown gave me that recipe. Oh, Thank you, Amanda. Amazing. Thank you, Amanda. Oh. Okay, guys, thank you so much for joining me today. Episode 300. That's a lot. 300. Okay, episode 300. Uh, isn't that awesome that Happy Hour is 300 episodes? Yeah. That's very awesome. That's very, very awesome. That's if you did awesome. one every day. I really think you have not I know. Guys, I love you. Love you too. Love you're you four too. of my favorite people in the entire world. I have five favorite people, and you're four of them. Do you know that? Well, seven, including Marfa and Landry. Including the dogs. No, eight. Do you guys know you're my favorite? Yes. 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 Of course we um, do. Okay. Love you guys. Love you. Bye. 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 Well, there it is, you guys. I finagled all four of my kids to get them in here and open up and share. And let me tell you, it's hard for teenagers to answer questions into a microphone. Well, let me rephrase that. I won't tell you who. It's hard for some of them, and it's not hard for some of them. And that is how I know all of my four kids have unique personalities, and I love them so, so much. And I'm glad you got to get a little bit of a glimpse into our crazy life at the Ivy House. I want to encourage you and hope that if you aren't sure how to start the discussion about race, adoption, transracial adoption, sex, pornography, social media, or faith with the kids in your life, after listening today... 
I hope you feel encouraged that you have more freedom and direction to jump into these important topics with your kids and relatives and friends. And remember, they still said it's awkward and we still do it. And they were able to talk into a microphone about it because we've just made it a part of our lives. We have resources in today's show notes of some of my favorite books that I have used with my kids when they were younger to talk about sex. I'm also going to include a resource to a recent video that our students ministry at our church did. How do we talk with our kids about race? Today's show was edited and mixed by the team at Podshaper and the music was developed for the show by Matt Graham. Show notes are written by Quinn Pearson. The whole thing is organized by Lindsay Sweeney. Next week on the happy hour, I have a new friend. Okay, so I've been following her on Instagram for a couple of weeks and I am just in love with her creativeness and her artwork and her voice and her advocacy. Her name is Danielle Coke and her Instagram is oh happy Danny. So go follow her now before next week. We've been following her for a while and I was so happy to get to chat with her. She's an entrepreneur. She's using her creative talents to make artwork that both educates and encourages people. We talk on the show about what it has been like to jump out and do her own thing and then have to pivot in the midst of COVID-19, which so many of you have. We talk about how to be advocates. We talk about what life is like for her as a black woman in the culture that we're living in that is so stressful for black people in America. We talk about her art and she is just lovely. Lovely, lovely, lovely. You're going to love it. Guys, enjoy your week. Happy June. We made it. Go get a snow cone or something. Share the show with a girlfriend. Have a virtual happy hour with a friend. I'll see you next week with... My new friend, Danielle Koch. There's nothing like your podcast selection. The topics and banter make for the complete driving experience. Kind of like Goodyear Auto Service. They offer full service car service. Whatever comes your way, they're ready with a lot of know-how and some friendly tips to help keep you moving. Keep the podcast flowing and your car going with Goodyear Auto Service. For all-around car care, visit GoodyearAutoService.com.